Welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast, where today's brightest minds in the medical device industry go to get their most useful and actionable insider knowledge, direct from some of the world's leading medical device experts and companies. Greenlight Guru is committed to improving the quality of life, and now we're ready to improve the quality of education and training in the medical device industry. Greenlight Guru Academy is a comprehensive training resource for anyone looking to learn industry best practices with actionable training from industry experts. You'll get on-demand courses that allow you to move at your own pace on topics related to quality and regulatory, product development, design controls, risk management, doc control. Honestly, it's too many to fit into a short ad. So if you're ready to level up your medical device education, visit greenlight.guru forward slash academy. Hey, everyone. Today, we have something a little bit different. We recorded at the South Carolina Bioconference. The subject we're talking about today is project management and uh, how to achieve operational readiness in the manufacturing setting. Today, we're going to be talking with Patrick Hayes, who's the Associate Director of Program and Project Management at CAI. CAI is a company that works to help medical devices or medical device companies get to market and have their operational readiness. That's the phrase that we hear a couple of times, but essentially it's making sure that all of the products, all of the lean manufacturing, supply chain management, the planning, the international training, all of those sustaining items are in place so that when you get to market, you can be confident that you have a quality product. So it's an interesting conversation. What you'll notice, though, is we have a lot of background noise. We have some different things going on. So curious what you guys think as far as this format, this style. It's a little bit different than what we have done, but uh, I'll quit rambling and let you get to the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Global Medical Device Podcast. This is an episode coming from South Carolina, the SC Bio Conference. And with me today is Patrick Hayes. He is the Associate Director of the Program and Project Management um, portion of CAI. And maybe we could talk a little bit about what CAI is. You want to? Do you want to kind of give a spill as yeah, what you absolutely. guys do? Thank you, um, and thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to speak. Uh, CAI, we're a professional um, engineering operations quality. We call ourselves a professional service provider. So uh, we we specialize in everything from say if you look at the concept of from breaking ground on a new facility all the way to product out the door. We can provide expertise for speed of the patient to get the product out and qualified in a safe, effective, cost-efficient manner. So I attended one of your, um, well, I guess your, I, w- I keep wanting to say episode, but it's not episode. Uh, it was the, a the session. Speaking, the speaking session, the, exactly. the presentation. Yeah, right. On operational excellence. Yes. And from what I gathered, it looks like, and you, please correct me if I'm wrong, fill any gaps, but uh, you guys provide project management, but not just project management. You fill in any gaps that a manufacturer may have. Yes. Staffing. We, we go, use, go ahead. Absolutely. We use the term integrated services. So as we identify a client, you know, the first thing, and in layman's terms, I'd say, okay, well, what are your needs? What do you, what is keeping you from achieving operational readiness, which can't be confused with operational excellence because because that's the final goal, right? If you if you look at the Olympics, right? Operational readiness is the silver, right? Operational excellence is getting the gold. Ah, right? okay. So everybody strives for operational excellence, but yes, a strong package with operational readiness is, is the key. So as we lay out, you know, uh, in the project, you mentioned project management. As you lay out the needs, as you create the project charter um, and you do the needs assessment of the of the client, you know, you we can tailor that to say, hey, if it's regulatory, 
within quality to where you're looking to do a FDA filing and you just don't have it. Um, or if you just get a brand new, you go from a paper-based to electronic-based quality system, right? Though we don't, you know, we, we, we could help uh, validate that. Or if you just need to bring in a new line of equipment, we can validate and commission commission that equipment. So basically we are a tailored service to, to a client and We've been doing it for about 20, 25 years now. Awesome. Yeah. So you probably know what you're doing by now, I'm guessing. I'd like to think so. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we have a great team. And, and the beauty in CAI, um, and CAI stands for commissioning agents. Uh, in the beginning, we started with commissioning, quality, and validation, right? And that's still a good portion of our business. But now, we're, like I say, we're branching into operational readiness and, and going into um, large, large emphasis program and project management. Yeah. So. So the majority of our audience is uh, medical device professionals. You know, there may be early stage companies that are working towards, like you said, that regulatory filing or uh, um, or trying to get their products scaled up to, you know, um, manufacturability and so forth, you know, commercialization. You guys can help them from a lot of different facets. So I just want to kind of put that out there just to connect the dots there. But one other thing that I want to talk to you about, maybe we can get a little bit more specific, is about project, the actual project management, the actual program management. Because uh-huh. as I said, you know, these are a lot of times early stage companies that maybe they don't have a PMO um, mm-hmm. and maybe they can't afford a PMO. What advice can you give them and what well, are your thoughts? So but my thoughts are first. So at first I come from medical device. Okay. Right? I was I was uh, vice president of operations at a, at a medical device plant in, in Auburn, Alabama. Um, so I was the, I, I'm, I was one of the guys that you're talking about, you're referring to. Okay. Right? So, and you know, some, like I said, it's a host of things. So some companies don't have a lot of a PMO office, right? Um, some people treat it as it's a collateral duty, right? Because you're running the plant or you're trying to get, because you know, idled equipment. You, you heard you heard a presentation today, right? Yeah. Idled, idled equipment is not, it's not beneficial to anyone. Right. So a lot of people focus on that. And, you know, you, you have all these hurdles and you have these challenges and especially with startups, you're, you're trying to get the most for the time. And most of the time it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're drinking out of a fire hose. Um, so my, my, my advice or my recommendation, what I've seen in the past is have a conversation and the sooner we can, we can have that, we would be able to have that conversation and, a, and do an assessment to identify your needs. Right. And it might, you, you might not need everything, everything, but, Usually, if you can get ahead of it, you know, you know, speed the patient and, you know, like what we call vertical startups, right? So either you, in the beginning with startups, you go from a, a slow walk to maybe a faster walk, or sometimes you go from a walk to a run. And, yeah. And with that, you know, you, you climb significantly to where, and that's fine if you can have the predictive steps along the way to get you to where you're not having to go backwards. So my, my advice is, you know, we follow our... Um, a PMI, we're we're a partner with them. Um, and just so um, people know, project management, project management institute, yeah. right? A lot of a lot of our agents, a lot of our project managers have are PMP qualified, uh, which is a a uh, course in um, professional uh, qualification with within PMI. Um, and 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 the, and the training is great because it's a it's a very um, integrated approach, step by step approach to where you can tailor it to your needs and. It, it just enhances your your degree of uh, success. Well, let's talk about that. So okay. the PMP, I actually have a PMP certification myself. Um, you know, not an easy that, process, right? No, I mean, it's, it's not, not easy. easy. You know, that forty five hundred hours, or yeah. depending on how you what route you take, a right. uh, project management is is tough. Now, I'm gonna be, you know, this. I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit this, but some of the you know some of the real things that they teach might have drained out my ears a little bit. 
What does that process look like? A good solid project management process. So it, it, it kind of, and you know, there's steps to it, right? But in, in and I know we, we're kind of, I don't want to take up all the time, but it's pretty, it's pretty much, you know, planning, integration, and then execution, right? Getting a solid planning, planning for it. Here, here, your divorce of the customer. Um, come up with a project charter. Uh, it's called a RACI, who is enemies reportable, accountable, you know, and, or even just informed. Right? Yeah, the RACI um, being the RACI. who report. Who are your critical team players yeah. and who just needs to be informed, right? Yeah. And, and all it is is communication and a hierarchy of who who would the project manager go to to get the end result, right? So if you start out with your project charter, identify the scope of work, identify what your client needs and expectations, right? And have buy-in from the from the client or the stakeholder, which is huge. And then and then come up with a racy and come up with you know a, a thorough action plan. Which you know with any project it's going to change. Right, mm-hmm. people come, get, people go. Uh, some things go faster, some things go slower. I mean, right now with supply chain, it's a lot of issues. Um, yeah. But you know, you, you know, if you follow the steps, you follow a strong project charter, strong racy plan, and a communication plan. And then what I tell people, um, I just wrote a white paper on communications, and then. Also, sphere of influence within the project manager. If you, if you go in and you, um, I say over communicate, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, a lot of people don't like to bother people, and you know, in, in a project, especially with startups, I say there's no such thing as over communicating. Yeah. So I think I think that's kind of I, I know I'm rambling, but no, uh, just no, this uh, is good. I think uh, if you can, I, I believe in the PMP process. You know, if you if you if you come in with the fundamentals, and that's what we do. We bring that to market, where we're I'd, I'd say we're experts in coming in and, and making a package to where even if the project manager is not there, a designate could follow the step-by-step process to go forward and within within efficient and also what we call earn value, meaning mm. every every action item that we do within our project, we show a direct correlation to the amount of money or budget to where yeah. we actually show the um, the amount of money that we've put towards it and if we're in a positive negative to where we can assess within our budget to show and that's what's earned value to where we show us uh pretty much you're getting more or equal to what you what you pay for yeah that earned value calculation can trip some people up but it really is worth looking at so i'll try to link something in in our show notes so you can maybe get a little bit more information there but uh you mentioned something that made me think um, about communication yes um the project manager really is a hub of communication that's that's who and what that person should be now, that being said, some of the people listening, that maybe you're a, a, a company of two people, five people, or whatever, you think, eh, do we need to formalize this process? So what I want to ask you, maybe a company's not ready to use, it for whether financially or resource, whatever, they, they just can't, they're not there yet. And obviously, maybe, they, maybe down the road, they're going, going to utilize you guys. But what about right now? What would you say to a company that's only two to five people um, that can prepare them in the future to not have to have that remediation process. Okay, so so, so yeah, so just in in general, say um, you know what, if I go out and I want to start up a company, yeah, right, entrepreneurial, um, and I have no background in, in project management, which in my turn would be like, hey, Patrick, um, I need you to make draw engineering designs for construction, right? That that would be what it'd be equal to, right? Okay. I, I don't have a lot of background in that, but what you can do one. You know, invest in a little bit of education. A lot of the education is free. Not everyone has to go through PMP, but a lot of the, a lot of the a lot of the training and a lot of the offerings out out there are very similar within it. So, uh, LinkedIn Learnings, an amazing um, training platform. Their their LMS site. A lot of project management. You can you can get a thorough understanding of how to run a project 
by LinkedIn learning. And honestly, I've got, this is about 25 years I've, I've been involved in it. I still find good takeaways from just refreshing, right? Because like you said, right, if you don't use it, you kind of lose it, right? Or yeah. you just, you, you probably remember a lot of it, it's got to have something to jog your memory. So yep. uh, LinkedIn learning's good. You can still, even if you're not a member of PMI, you can go on to, to PMI.org and you can get a lot of their white papers. You can you can read material and a lot of it will link directly to what you're trying to do. I guarantee you, you can find something that tailors to your situation. Yeah. But I, I will say, don't go it alone. Don't just go <laughs> off, hey, you know what? I'm in it and I'll fake it till I make it. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Right. Right. And while we're at it, while we're talking about some of those different ways of learning things, I definitely recommend you all listen and, and check out the Greenlight Guru Academy. So we actually do have a paid course for project management for medical devices. Um, See, that's, but, that's awesome right there. That's something I'm going to be looking at. Yeah. And, and I'll send you a link. That's, we'll that's put great. a link in yeah. the notes as well. Uh, what are some challenges? Maybe you've seen, you know, medical devices. It's a regulated, it's a regulated industry, mm-hmm. heavily regulated. A uh, lot of complexity. Um, what are some challenges or can you think of any specific challenges that we would need to overcome as medical device professionals with project management? And I'm looking back to my, my time as working in med device. You know, every, everyone's in a hurry to bring that to market, right? Everyone's in a hurry to get a speed to patient because face it, well, in med device, anything in a medical device industry directly, directly affects, correlates and supports the, the public. Yeah. So it's a huge, it's a huge um, market, and it's a very important market in my opinion. Um, most of my my life takeaways to where I really felt accomplished, where I felt like I was really contributing to society, was in the medical device field. Yeah. Um, I, I do that now still because I'm I'm dealing with a host of clients, but I, I really felt like I, I was uh, contributing because I you know I, I was I was fighting that fight during the the first co- you know during COVID when it was uh, kind of an unknown and, and, and ramping up. I would say that since the challenges are, one, um, never make any shortcuts to your quality, meaning I know speed to market is huge, uh, getting it to the patient is huge, and the orders come in, and you have to, you have to provide it because, you know, customers, people are waiting on the vial. They're waiting on the syringe. They're waiting on the tube to go into the, you know, the, the device. Um, that's always a big thing. I, I, would never, I would never shortcut your, you know, your, your initial qualifications, your performance qualifications, all of, uh, you, you need to follow the processes of that. Uh, secondly, I would, I would say that positions, you know, we are, uh, you hear about the great resignation right now, right? I mean, I, yep. and I, you know, based on what you read, I'm, I'm still not fully understanding that one, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, you know, you, oftentimes I think right now we're trying to place, um, people in positions and sometimes it's by necessity, meaning, you know, you have a, you have an engineer that now, Hey, you're, you do the cross, you know, hey, you know, and you're going to be, you're now my project manager, yeah. right? And you know what? Some people rally, they, they like the challenge, they like the, the pressure, and they do great, right? Um, I come from a family of engineers, so my, my firm belief is my, my father, which was in engineering for 40 years, I believe the man could do anything, yeah. right? He could probably write a, he could probably be an astronaut if you wanted to be. <laughs> but, you know, understand the audience, right? Understand what your, um, what the job and what you're asking people to do. And if you're going to ask them to do something outside of their normal job duties, provide them the chance to digest it and provide them the chance to get some training, right? Um, and then I think at the end, I'd say the, the main thing is I think we fall short. And when I say we, it's just based on my, including me, right, in the past and um, other, other customers. Um, I think we fall short on uh, our manufacturing process, meaning uh, we don't provide a lot of time for training. We don't provide a lot of time for SO, to make sure our SOPs are mm. um, are up to date and make sure our then our job 
you know, our own the job training documents, our job our um, checklists are matching the SOPs. Are we doing our revisions? Are we doing our updates? Are we communicating it down? Right. So one thing in project management is also huge is getting it all the way down to the operator level to where the operators, hey, they fully understand. So, I mean, you have a case, you have, hey, here's the SOP, make sure everybody's trained on it. Yeah. You got to make sure all across that line, people are familiar with it. They've, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, you tell, you do it, and then you discuss it, right? So, um, I, th- I think, looking back, some uh, some lessons learned for myself. You know, I, I think I would have invested more in making sure my operators had everything they needed, as in changes, deviations, dot control, everything like that. Because we assume, right? Yeah. But that's a good you point. Know, but until you until you actually make sure and you run it down, you know, that's that's when you scrap. That's when everything. You know, you don't you don't you don't want the boomerang effect. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, I can remember I'm trying to remember the specifics about this situation. Um, we had a, uh, a, a an operator uh, quit, and so somebody else. He, he'd been well. I think he may have retired. I don't. It wasn't a bad situation, but he he was gone, and someone else took over his spot. Well, he was the only one who ever ran this one machine. Turns out, or like 15 years prior, when he started running this. He tweaked something. He said, well, this isn't right. This this paperwork isn't right. So he tweaked it, and he's ran it that way ever since, and everything was fine. This new operator came on the machine and started running the part and looked at it and said, well, this isn't matching to print, and the part started failing. And and that was a, a miscommunication between our, uh, you know, the floor and maybe engineering. And it's, it's not uncommon, right? Yeah. I, mean, I would I would bet anyone listening a lunch <laughs> if somebody didn't experience something like that, I mean, it, it might be a different product, yeah. might be a different position, but somebody's experienced like, wow, I didn't think about that, you know, and it's, it's used oftentimes you get wrapped up and you get so many competing demands, right? And, and you, you face like, wow, I, I, I should have caught that. And that's where like, and I'm not trying to go back and sell, sell what I love to do is the, the project management piece, right? Yeah. Project manager should have a, the pulse of that. Yeah. Military, right? I was a career military officer. And I could tell you that one thing the military stress was, Every person knew the position above you, and everybody knew the position below you because you have people leave. You have people fall sick. You have people that can't go on the job, right? Yeah. And that was one beauty, and it is a very simplistic approach to it. And you're taught that from the day you, you indoctrinate and you're standing on that line in boot camp to the time you're, you're, you're in your position. And I'm not saying that medical device should be ran like the, you know, the Ranger Battalion, but, but, but I'm saying there's some good, there's some good yeah, correlations yeah. there. And I th- I th- you, you bring out a good point there, too. Like you said, some people may leave the company. Um, hopefully, some companies will, you know, gain new employees. Right. Sometimes when we're two to five, ten employees, even, you know, a little bit bigger, maybe even 100 employees, you might get to the point where you have a project. I know I've seen this where the project manager say, well, what does the project charter really matter? Nobody reads it. Or what about the scope? You know, these different documents. Um Somebody else may be taking on that project, and so whatever you have in your head really needs to be written down. Right, right. Yeah. So that's, that's and that's one thing with us. We we well, within our company, of course, we have a lot of guidelines. We have a lot of policies to where we, we are required to. Um, we call it our project folder, right? Mm-hmm. And it has everything. It has our communications. It has our reports. It has our safety. It has our schedules. It has uh, um, our scope of work. It, it, it's pretty. It's a very systematic approach to it. But we, what we do is we what and what I think is a great concept is. We we keep electronically. We keep it on a cloud. We also keep a backup, and we provide that to our to our home office once the project's closed out. But we also provide it to the customer too. Okay. To the so, but yes, you're absolutely right. 
a lot of people think, well, you know, nobody reads the comms log, right? <laughs> nobody cares who is in charge of the incubator or who is who is the point of contact for, you know, an, an autoclave, right? Nobody really thinks about that or my molding machine, right? No, but you never know, right? And, and here's the thing. If you keep things accurate, you have the sense of security that if when it does happen. And it's not if, it's when. When it does happen, you'll have everything you need. And like you said, what, what if I decide one day, say, hey, I'm going to retire, and you know what? One day I hope that happens. Yeah. Um, somebody's going to have to take my spot. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not awesome. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm an average guy. But you know what? I want the next guy coming in. I want to have everything to where my pride would be to where I could do a turnover with that individual, to where. You yeah. Know, it's, it's, it's seamless. That that's my dream. Right. You know, if you ever leave a company that they don't talk bad about you, leave it you, leave it better than you left it. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And one other thing I was going to mention. You know, we could go into project management, all the details. There's no lot we could talk about, but uh, one of the other benefits of following a, a regimented process and a thorough process is, you know, it, 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 it it's going to increase your value. You know, uh-huh. if a company understands and sees that you're, um, you know, you care about and, the process. Right. And yeah. I believe that's where, that's where CAI has that, has, we have the repeat business, we have the reputation to where, you know, everything within program management, like we, we picked, we picked PMI, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a globally accredited source, right? Wealth, wealth of training, and it's something that the average person can adapt to, right? You go, you went through the course, mm-hmm. right? It's a very, it's a very step-by-step systematic process, oh, yeah. right? Now, I mean, don't get me wrong, you still have to use it, and you have to implement it, you have to practice it, right? It's a craft. But, you know, we, we found that at any, at any point of any project or any need yeah. of a client, you can reference it. Yeah. Reference it there. So you're, you're somewhat associated with project management, PMI, that right? Right. So, so yep. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm a member um, and I contribute to the a PMI North Alabama chapter, which is in Huntsville, Alabama. And I'm also in the Georgia chapter, which is in Columbus, Georgia. Okay. So I live in Auburn, Alabama, and Columbus is about 30 minutes from me and Huntsville across the state. But you know, if I, I live in Alabama, so I have to contribute to my, my state, right? Uh, it's it's a it's a it's but it's great great individuals. It's networking, and you know uh, they have they have a bunch of uh, uh, leadership development, learning development. It's networking with other partners, and you know what? It, honestly, I, I don't do I don't have a lot with uh, business related clients. You know, because most of Huntsville's um, aerospace, right? Mm-hmm. But when you when you speak with when you join a network and with project management and you you volunteer and you take on roles, you know, like the board um, or or um, any other council or, you know, just cl- I call them collateral duties. Right. To where you contribute. It's, I think it's beneficial to speak with other colleagues, even outside of your 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 business mm-hmm. right, where, you know, you can um, you get good takeaways. Yeah. But well, that makes sense. People may not even be aware of the project management certifications. You know, if you're if if you're coming into the medical device industry, and you know, if you never worked right. with project managers, so that's helpful to know. You know, right? And and PM and PMI is just one. I mean, there's others, right? There's a Management Strategy Institute. I've been through a few of their courses. It's mostly online. Well, PMI is online too. But um, you know, it's all in. You know, if you're looking like agile or like a faster pace, you know, um, project management for and what you're talking about, like startups, like really have to get speed to speed to uh, patient. You know, there's an agile mindset where you're doing the sprints, you're doing the, hey, you're cutting out all the, the, the fodder and what's important, right? And PMI um, has a they agile do. now. They, they do. They have yeah. agile. Um, but, you know, there's there's other. I'm not, I, yeah. So there's there's a, there's a lot of resources out there. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. That's that's very cool. We've covered a lot of ground. I know there's a lot more we could cover. I could talk um, all day, I guess. Yeah. Any so recommendations it. for or thoughts or other pieces of advice for, uh, you know, medical device professionals who... 
you know, I know you know qualification, you know validation. Right. We could talk those subjects, right, right, right. but just in general, any parting would, thoughts? Comments? Parting thoughts would be in the medical device industry, any day you wake up, never underestimate your value of what you're bringing to the, to the average public, to the customer. I have seen personally what, where my product has benefited, benefited the average public. I, I, I'm not going to go into companies that I was, were my customers, right? But I can tell you that we, you know, at one time I was making a, um, a, a small syringe with a twist plunger, right? Well, you know what? From a, from a manufacturing point of view, you look at the, the plunger, you look at, the, you look at the, the syringe that you mold, you look at the needle, you know, what have you, right? And you look at it as parts, right? But when you put it together, and you, it passes quality control. It goes through sterilization, and then the, for the most people in manufacturing, it just goes into the abyss. Well, you know what? That was actually contributing to treatment for um, premature babies for ophth- ophthalmic with your eyes. Oh, so wow. it was providing uh, it was providing drop, um, eye drop medication to um, premature babies to help them develop. Right? Huge. Right? Yeah. We. Um, also, we when the rapid test with the COVID rapid test, we're trying to get tests out there to where. To, to, to keep the workforce going, to keep that. Well, we took on an initial project to where 90, within 90 days we're up and manufacturing the tubes for the the break off for the for the um, you know the Q tips that you did the nasal swab, right? Nobody really thought about that. I, I was pushing out like 80,000 a week. Hmm. Well, guess what? Though we we you know that could contribute to getting people back into the workforce. So I'm just saying, don't. My my thoughts are, you know, I think it's a it's an honorable. Uh, you know, industry, I think a lot of people underestimate the impact that they have. So I would say, you know what, any, any medical device that anyone makes, any engineer designs, anything, put your heart into it because you know what, that may save somebody's life. Yeah. And oftentimes it will, right? I mean, it's a direct impact to, to, yeah. to what, to, to your mother, my, my grandfather, whoever, right? Your family, your, your loved ones, your colleagues, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that, that's so. something that we tout at uh, Greenlight Guru. It's one of our core values. We, we improve the quality of life. That's the goal. And I know that's the, the goal of a lot of our listeners. And so, yeah, appreciate you working to help others achieve that goal as well. Uh, so I, t- I tell you, I wake up every day and I love my job. So I can't, I can't <laughs> complain. I can't complain. Oh, that is good to hear. You, yeah. you don't always hear people say that. So that's, uh, that's you know, I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, uh, you're right. You don't. And I can't say I've always said that in my life. Yeah. But, uh, yeah no, it's a, it's a great company. It's a great, great job. Great industry. Yeah. You know, so I, uh, well, I appreciate it. So yeah. those of you who want to learn more about CAI or Patrick Hayes, we'll put his information in the you know show notes. I'm sure they can look you up on LinkedIn. Or yep, I'm on, link, I'm on LinkedIn. I was, uh, you've got my contact information. I'd be happy to speak with anyone. All yeah. right. Great. For those of you who've been listening, you've been listening to the Global Medical Device Podcast. We are at a conference right now. So Patrick and I are actually sitting at a table. <laughs> so if you hear this background noise or you some, hear somebody yeah, say hey music, to us. music going on earlier. Yeah. I'm actually really curious what's going on. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Be sure and check out um, Greenlight Guru, www.greenlight.guru. We are the only medical device success platform that is specifically for medical devices. So be sure and check that out. And uh, um, we'll put a few other links in the show notes. We, we talked about a lot of different things, but uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Medical device industry is nothing if not unique. So we built software that works the same way. Greenlight Guru is the only quality management system designed by medical device professionals to meet the unique needs of medical device companies. Our cloud-based platform allows companies to bring safer products to market up to three times faster while reducing risk and lowering cost. Visit www.greenlight.guru today 
to request your free personalized demo of Greenlight Guru.